Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Tell me a little bit more about this. You guys are, are high energy serial entrepreneurs. Are you techies? Like, do you geek nope. out on this? So how did no, you end up managing a software company? Right. We are, we are the polar opposite of techie. Like we know barely more than the average person. Like, yeah, just I'm not, because- I can't really tell the difference between my backslash and my semicolon. <laughs> I think so, so many people, guys, like I, I hear people come, I say, I want to make an app. I say, I want to make this thing. And like, I don't know anything about tech. Can I do it? And you guys are now going to tell them how. So entrepreneurs are just problem solvers. That's what it really is. That's what it boils down to. We have a problem. We solve the problem. So we had a problem. We needed a survey application that did all this marketing stuff. So the problem, the solution to the problem was build it. So that raises a new problem. How do you build it? Well, we'll have to find out how you build it. So uh, we uh, went on quite a journey to get to where we are right now. And we ended up hiring a recruitment company because we didn't even know what kind of technical skills our technical person needed to be. Like we had some conversations with developers, just people we met. And some people said, oh, no, it needs to be built in PHP. Some people said, no, it needs to be built in um, .NET. .NET. The thing is, we don't know what either of those things mean. So somebody said, ah, you can't build it in that because it won't be scalable, but you can't build it in this because then it's going to be too expensive to run and you can't build it. And we were like, we've only got your word for that. And everyone on the internet disagrees with each other. (laughs) So in the end, we had to, so we hired a tech recruitment company, which obviously costs thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on top of our uh, employee salary, but it was just the only way we could do it and solve that problem. So this comes down to our basic philosophy of employing staff and whether you're at that point right now or you're going to be getting to that point. The one piece of advice I've always taken on board that I took from my mentors and my mastermind is only ever employ people who are smarter at you, smarter than you at the thing they do. And the reason to do that is otherwise, why would you employ them? Because there's so many entrepreneurs spend so much time educating their staff that they can't run the business and be entrepreneurial. Whereas actually, I don't want to have to teach a guy how to develop software because I don't know. I don't want to have to teach a marketing coordinator and partner coordinator how to do that stuff because I've got other stuff to do. I want to outsource my time to that person so they can go do what they do. And if they're not doing it better than me, then I've employed the wrong person. Yeah. And employ people who you would be really annoyed if they got employed by your competition or somebody else. Yeah. So like we hired people where, where in both circumstances after the interview, we said we have to hire them because otherwise somebody else will. Uh, that's our, barom- our barometer. That's like, how would we feel if somebody else employed that person? If we were like, ah, it's not the right person. If we were like, I'd be devastated. I would cry and put love actually on for the whole weekend. <laughs> if that's the situation, that's the person you hire. I love it. I love the differentness of your thinking. Again, there's a book. Oh, what did he tell me? This guy, I can't remember the book now, but it basically is the exact, it's not the exact opposite hiring philosophy, but it's drastically different. And it's a a scaling strategy. So I think we need to differentiate. Your strategy is a growth strategy. It's an early stage strategy. Um, And for an early stage and growth strategy, it's 100% spot on. And I think people mix up and they try hiring for scaling strategy at the growth phase. Um, yeah, and that, and that cripples businesses and closes them. Completely, because at scale phase, you want to get the best talent you can at the cheapest price, right? So if you're a law firm, you're going to be paying your lawyers, you know, at least 
70 to 100 to $100 an hour, depending on your caliber. Um, you're not going to be paying them $10 an hour, but you want right. to get the cheapest lawyer. Basically, like they say, like A players, B players, C players. And I can't, guys, who are you listening to the podcast, you know the book, you can send me a message because I don't remember what it's called. But basically, you want to get the cheapest A player. You always want to have the A players at the lowest cost. And at But that's about strategy, margin and that's about return, Esty, is it not? Exactly. Right? That's the scaling at this strategy. Point, the whole thing is about return, even at any level. So for us, the best return we're going to get is with highly skilled, more expensive people. Totally. When you get when you get to scale, what you're looking for is the best return. At that point, is a very different strategy. So Correct. the whole thing is like, what happens in terms of my return right now? Yeah, and I think guys, all of you listening, remember that when you're at the stage like Robin Kennedy, get the best people you could possibly afford or possibly sure. not afford, uh, mm -hmm. which takes us into. <laughs> What's a current struggle? Because you guys have this super cool company, super cool office, super cool hairdos. Um, what are you currently dealing with in the business? Keeping, keeping my hair dye roots in check. It's already it's pretty, pretty, pretty brutal. It's always a pain. I mean, and that whole thing about radical transparency, like everybody knows where we're at. I mean, want to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, so there's an interesting complication actually to bring up along the way here, which is that neither of us have ever had a job. We didn't really mention that earlier. So we so, never like got in a car and went to the office. So we both left school, uh, did, when you went to university, I went to the bit that you normally do before university here. And then after- Getting but, drunk. But, but why, yeah. But why <laughs> there's a bit before school. university in Britain. In our, in our last like two, three years of education, we were already getting paid as a side business to do the, the entertainment bit. And so okay. we left and just went straight into that. So we, that means we don't know anything about employing people other than what we're picking up along the way. So the point that we've had like our appraisals with our staff and we ask them what it's supposed to do. Like <laughs> what are we supposed to do? I, I, I'm not even joking. Like we literally said, how's this supposed to go based on your experience of previous We don't have any pieces of paper that need filling in because that's the way you're supposed to do it. As long as we're legal and compliant, the rest of it is like, do we need to think for this? No. Can we have a conversation? Great. So one of our struggles, interestingly, along the way is working out our method of achieving the things that companies are supposed to achieve. So making sure that, you know, they, we have these lovely appraisals and all of that stuff. And this has led to, like we said, this radical transparency, this whole thing of, we just want to say that we've never done this before. You've been in one of these meetings It's a before. truckload of learning. A truckload. Yeah, yeah. A boatload of learning. And so what that means is, like we said, the business, that everyone in the, in the business knows exactly where we're at. They know what the finances of the company looks like. And truthfully, that means that they are very aware of where we are in where we're trying to get to. Yeah, so the, the struggle that we have at this point in, 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 a, in a business, and you know, is it a struggle? Yeah, I mean, it's a struggle in that we've never been salespeople. And that is like, we're learning how to create traction in a marketplace. We know that our well, we don't have any competitors because nobody does this stuff. But in, in, a, in the SaaS environment, the software as a service environment, where the other companies, we interviewed a person for our podcast, uh, which will be coming out quite soon. And he works with SaaS companies and their budget on Facebook ads is three and a half million dollars a month. Oh my gosh. Right? So this is serious. And That's we know a lot that. of money to spend it's, it's just a, on Facebook ads. Just on Facebook, right? And we can't compete in that thing. Like we do okay, but it's not three and a half million a month, right? Um, and I think, so what, we, what our struggle is, how do we compete with that while only having four of us in the team? So our time is poor and our pockets are not as deep. We are not VC funded. We don't have any backing. We didn't have anybody. We don't have a, a great uncle who left, left us an inheritance. No, 
We have to, our biggest struggle is time and money. People say you've got time and money. Well, like, dude, we've got neither. I always say that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing is you either, you either have too much or too little of both. As long as you have one or the other, you can always trade. But too right. much is bad because people just get depressed because they lose their purpose. And too little is bad because you're just hands are and, and don't get me wrong. Like we're on, we're on target. Like we know where the numbers need to be, hit, be, hit, be hitting and we're hitting them every quarter. That's great. But right now we're both like, great. Just, just the two vacations this year then. You know, yeah, is, like yeah. this is the busiest we've ever been. And so what's interesting along the way, I think, with this journey is that our, in our background, we've sold, ourself, sold ourselves as entertainers and we've sold info products, <laughs> but we've never sold a software platform before. And that is so radically different from everything else. So, so here's the question, why is it different, right? Because I, I am a salesperson. I do teach sales. I have a whole module in Marketing Magic just on sales. Yeah. The sales is just that piece. Again, I teach it as part of marketing. Me and my sales guy have a, an ongoing argument. He says marketing works for sales. I say sales works for marketing and I can prove it. You work for me. So, right. so, so I mean, that's where the argument always ends. You're still solving someone's problem. The same actually, thing. It's actually an interesting thing. So when you and here's a very honest approach to this. If you, let's imagine that we were teaching cookery right? I could teach someone who's never, ever cooked anything before how to cook something. I'm going to give them all the instructions. I'm going to show them how it works. I'm going to show you what ingredients to put in and what quantities, all the rest of it. That is easier than selling them an oven where now all they have to do is they have the tool, but they're like, oh, well, now what do I do with it? But then you don't sell an oven because you're always solving someone's problem. So if someone doesn't know how to cook and you want to sell ovens, you, what you do is you do cooking classes. And Absolutely. And that is the approach we have found. Absolutely. We worked out that actually the solution here is to give people all of the stuff, all, all of the, the training, training all, all of the, the everything. And teach a lot of stuff, give people everything that normal people would charge as like an online course. We share that stuff. So our initial struggle was realizing that actually you can, you can buy a course and that the kind of the outcome is prescriptive. Whereas if you sell somebody a tool, the outcome isn't so prescriptive. In other words, if they sell them the tool they need to fulfill the thing, they have to work it out. And so then the challenge comes in because we're used to selling the solution and not selling the tool for which you give away the solution. We then have to totally change our mindset of which channels are best for that? Are we having to get used to new channels that we're not currently experts in? Are we, are we having to learn new techniques and, and, and apply our skills in totally different ways and get it wrong a lot? Yeah, we're having to do all of that. So what's stuff. interesting is when you sell an info product or a course, you get people excited about the outcome they're going to get and you tell them what they're going to learn and what it's going to do for them. And then they give you the money and then you tell them the how, right? When you, sell a, when you sell a software platform like this, the actual, it's, it's flipped. What happens is you're selling them the outcome and you have to give them all of the tools and all of the ideas, sorry, and all of the strategies and all of the methods to do it. So that the, at the end, the only thing left is to say, okay, great, I, well, I understand it all now. I know exactly what to do. I need, the, I need the thing that does it. And what's really interesting for all of us, and we all think this, we listen to trainings, we listen to fantastic podcasts like yours, and we think, that's interesting, and I get it. But what we have to do is we have to get in the helicopter and we have to fly up higher because in, at the granular level on the ground, when we're just wandering around, it's easy to think, but how does this work for me? I don't know how to do this. The thing is, the skills, like you say, are totally transferable. Everything is totally transferable. And you have to get in that helicopter, get off the ground and look at it all from that height to say, actually, I've already got the skills in me. I just need to apply them in these ways because our brains are segmented. 
just like our email lists, our brains are segmented. So in that it's very difficult for some people, me, I'm definitely one of these people, to connect the thing I do over here with, oh, you should just use that same skill over here. Oh, yeah, I should. And sometimes it just takes somebody else to tell you that. So that's been a really interesting journey about understanding, giving away the thing we would normally sell, the information, and selling the tool. And, and also, like selling recurring SaaS. Nobody wants an extra bill. You know, and that's been, that's been an interesting thing to, to look at. Actually, we need to make people consume. Like when you sell a tool, if they're not using your tool, they're not going to stay around very long. Whereas if you sell them a course, we know the stats. People buy an online course. How many of them consume it? Actually, it's a very low percent, unfortunately. I had two thirds. I had two thirds. Well, that's, I mean, that's massively above average. Fully consumed because, because I'm crazy. Because um, <laughs> what we did well. to get it done. But we had two thirds fully engaged in our cohort in Marketing Magic. Applause. And that's amazing. Amazing. But what's, and what's interesting is two thirds in a software platform you're going to lose everybody else. You're going to get cancellation. Whereas if you've paid, if people have paid for one thing up front, let's say they paid a couple of grand, they've paid up front. They're probably not going to ask for a refund. Yeah. You, you, you don't lose anything. Whereas next month you might go, oh, I didn't use that this month, but uh, I might use it next month. That's only going to last for three or four months of not using it. So we have to be really hot on getting it integrated, get it working, and most importantly, getting it results for people. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Most people, we can tell them about the platform and they'll go, oh, that sounds great. I'll tell you what, I, I, I do run a survey sometimes. When I'm ready to run a survey, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. That's the platform I'll use. Uh, and so the, the, one of the challenges has become back actually educating people that, no, 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 your current business is broken if you don't have a survey in it. And that's our genuine philosophy, by the way. At the moment, if you don't have a survey in your business, it's actually missing something that's not optional. It's an essential part of getting your business from where you are now to where you want and to be. And the reason for no, that is- guys, Hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta stop you. Yeah. Because I, I found it again. I've had a business coach all the years and it's so hard to do this kind of stuff for yourself. So I'm gonna do this for you for one second. What is your audience's 2 a.m. problem? What are they laying awake at night? Your, your multiple avatars, psychographic profile, right? So with their personality and their needs and all of their stuff and their pathway, what's their 2 a.m. problem? When they're laying awake so at night- exactly, In our strategy session recently, we, we came across this, which is for most of our customers, they believe their problem is that they need to get more customers and they also believe that- And that's they, hard. And that's hard and they get more expensive. And secondly, we're not making enough margin from our existing customers and we we've know the solution and the next piece of our thing is to actually activate that and that is the, re the way we help people with that is quite simply saying hey don't worry about selling to more customers i realize that's shiny and exciting like you're you're the caveman chasing the, the thing that you're supposed like it's built into us to go and chase new what if you've got if you've got like a bunch of products on the virtual shelf you've got a whole bunch of products how many or the physical shelf or the physical shelf right how many of your products does the average customer actually buy? And on average, it's a very small percentage. It's either like 10 or less percent. What we've realized we do, and this is a fairly recent discovery, is we help you educate your existing customers that these products actually exist because most of them don't know they exist and then show them them and offer them in a way that's most appealing and, mo and most relevant to them. So now we, we suddenly came into, hang on. What, so originally, you'll see, if you're watching the video version of this, there's a banner behind us. And this is an old banner 
because the other ones are actually in the van when we do exhibitions and we speak of things. This is like surveys, but for marketing. That's the, that's the pre, uh, to, that's the 2018 message. We actually changed the message based on the, this discovery and the kind of question you just asked, like a really insightful question. And we actually now say we're actually about turning feedback into sales. No. Let me put, let me no. put this in. No, no, no. You That's not what so? you should say. Can I tell you what you should say? Because I am I a salesperson. Oh, I love it. Your sales pitch is you don't need new customers for more money. Our tool gets you more money from your existing customers, so you up your margins. So every dollar you spend to acquire that customer will now pay you back 50. That's the hook. Ladies and gentlemen, Essie just dropped the mic. <laughs> That's the hook. And I got to tell you three other things because I know our time is limited and I know everyone listening is going to benefit also. Okay. So there are three different things that you guys can be doing. And again, I'm, I'm a generalist, right? So like I like say, jack of all trades, master of some. Um, <laughs> I love that. Marketing and sales, master, Microsoft Excel, master, a couple of things. <laughs> I, get, I get the master status. Um, wow. Click funnels is one of the best software tools that kills this. Okay, Brunson is an educator and he does exactly what you just described, which mm -hmm. is he gives away all his trainings. Right. And you take his training and I took his trainings and I teach this stuff and I was floored. And I was like, whatever this guy sells, I'm buying because mm -hmm. he knows his stuff. And right. the trainings are all free. And when you're done with the trainings, you're like, well, and, and it's not the trainings, you look at it and you're like, okay, there's five other tools that do this. But this is the guy who made this tool from this training. I want this guy's thing. And so his whole thing, it is, it's an education funnel, hitting the pain points and in. And your whole funnel is going to be an education funnel, but the pain point is not, I don't know, whatever thing you just said that I couldn't even remember. It's you don't need more customers for more money because boom, that's my 2 a.m. problem. And then I take it further. This tool is going to get you more money from your existing customers. Really? I'm listening and wait. I have more for you, okay? So then you have to have ongoing benefit. And so generalist, I pull tools from different places, yeah? Sure. You have to have ongoing benefits that are not just the tool because they might not use it one month, but maybe all your customers get a free marketing webinar, whether with you or with other experts that you bring in from your network, from your podcast, trainings that they'd otherwise have to pay for, that as part of your Brand is part of being part of your thing. And again, going into brand archetype, maybe you're a sage archetype. I'm not sure yet. But if you are, you would totally do that. And you would have special complimentary trainings that non-members have to pay $300 a month for if they want to join. It costs money. But if you're a member, you get your special member code to get in. And now I'm getting side benefits. Now you start doing things that no one else is doing with software because you spoke to me. <laughs> there you go. There you Super go. Super cool. Really interesting. Really awesome. Thanks for that. And there's and there's some real alignment with the, with the direction yeah. we're taking there. Sure, well, it's great. Cool. Yeah. And just like some real clarity. That's awesome. That's yeah. absolutely. And I got one more thing for you. I interviewed oh. another guy on the show. Um, you can check out the episode. I'll send you a link afterwards, guys. For all of you, it was a mere writer of Cloud Task, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So what he has is an outsourced. He's out in uh, Bogota, Colombia, I feel like. Nice. Maybe it's not Bogota. Maybe it's just Colombia and it's somewhere else. He said it's wherever Narcos is filmed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, or sets, not filmed, wherever it's set. Um, right. And he's got an entire team of uh, account representatives and account managers. Mm -hmm. um, and what they do is kind of what you do, but for companies like yours, right? For SAS companies, keeping customer engagement, getting them upgraded from free to premiums, keeping them on top of it. So as you grow, taking a company like his, when you're small and you don't want to, you, you shouldn't at this stage be managing a sales team, his company and others like him, 
outsource that function so you keep your customer, awesome. customer retention. That's cool. Okay, those that's are my cool. three things for you. I think Love it. Well. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's awesome. Brilliant. Bless you. That's grand. That's cool. Okay, now you can talk again. Sorry. I just, I was like, it's great. We have a, we have a client in, in Yorkshire here in the UK who has a, a small chain, like three um, spas. So like people go for massages and, and skin treatments and all the things that they do in spas. Uh, and so she was, she had a customer feedback survey just to kind of keep an eye. So she doesn't do the treatments herself. She has staff who do the treatments. So in order to like maintain standards and make sure that everyone's doing as good a job as everybody else and all of that stuff. She ran a customer feedback survey where she was able to say, well, okay, you know, Carol's doing just as well as Jennifer is and all of that stuff. Um, and so what she found out about response suite, swapped the existing customer feedback survey for response suite. We did a couple of things. First of all, we stripped out a load of questions she was asking that she didn't need, uh, which means that a load of completion rate on the survey went up. So more people are now filling out the survey, which is good because what's the point in having it if they don't fill it out? Uh, but in, in literally just under six months, she has increased her repeat booking rate, as in people who come once and then come for the first time and then come back again within 60 days. So within six months, she's increased her 60-day rebooking rate. That's a lot of numbers. By just <laughs> under 40%. So that's wow. like, no, above a third of people are coming back again faster, faster when they weren't before just by with, with a, a survey that's in the same place. It hasn't changed anything. It's just changed the, what it, the function of that survey from being feedback to being sales. I love it. On that note, guys, first of all, that was a great testimonial that should be on your website and all your collateral. Um, but that that's it. So guys, we are all going to be segmenting our stuff. We are all going to be getting response suite. So Robin Kennedy, where can people learn more about you and this tool and, and get set up and get access to all these free webinars you're going to start running now? Well, Esty, can we make a little confession before we tell you? Yes. You look very suspicious at this point. We had a secondary agenda to this entire thing. And we've actually had this going the entire episode. We didn't tell you about it. We certainly don't know the listener. We didn't tell the listeners. And that is, there's actually been a secret theme to this episode that Rob have been using metaphors for. Uh, we've been using metaphors for this throughout the episode and everything it has been described. nothing to do with service, marketing, business, employment. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's a completely random theme. And if you've been listening really closely, we're hoping you can guess what it is. In fact, if you listen back to the whole episode, episode again you will almost certainly hear what that theme was and if you can guess what it is for example if the theme was farmyard animals it's not but if it was i might say so i was there pigging out on my favorite chocolate so that kind of thing yeah it's that kind oh, of thing what okay. is the secret theme? if you know if you if you figured out what it is tweet us at response suite and whoever guesses it will figure out some win kind of a prize. prize i don't know what the prize is yeah you, you can win an up. old pop-up banner yeah yeah no, you'll something. win something Free, free, yeah, free something. Uh, yes. However, in terms of response suite, uh, well, actually, I mean, you, we, ha we have a 14 day free trial for anyone who wants to try response suite. Actually, I would recommend not going to response and signing up there. We actually have a deal for the listeners on the podcast where you get some extra stuff included in your 14 day free trial. So you get a 14 day free trial. That means you've got two full weeks to try it out uh, and actually get it set up, get it working in your business and actually get it profitable before you actually pay us any money. Um, so 14 days for free, but included in that, we have a couple of things. The first one is we have a four part training program that we put together called the survey marketing masterclass it's eight different marketing campaigns that you can use surveys in uh, in order to grow your business so that's things like webinars membership sites high ticket coaching etc uh, it was 497 dollars when we used to sell it but uh, we, we it's not even on sale now uh, but we're going to throw that in if you take the 14 day free trial <gasps> but that's not all and uh, <laughs> a one-on-one a one-on-one -on -one call with implementation call with either kennedy or myself we don't like outsource it to a member of the team like we'll do it 
um, and we'll help you build it. So we'll help you work out what questions you're supposed to ask and why, what the purpose is, what your big mission in your business is right now, what's the quickest win for you to start getting a result. And that call's completely optional. So if you'd rather not speak to us, we won't be offended. That's fine. No, we'll guys, you have to speak to them. They are so much fun and you should video call them because they're so much fun to look at. <laughs> uh, so if you uh, want to get that, don't go to responsesuite.com because then you won't get all the extra stuff. Uh, and the call and the course is yours to keep, by the way, even if you don't remain a, a response suite customer. That's fine. That's um, so yeah, all you have to do is head over to responsesuitedeal.com forward slash SD. Ooh, oh, I get my SD. own link. Okay, guys, sdran.com slash 65. Um, I'll plunk that link in there as well. Or you can go directly to response suite deal slash SD. And that's E-S-T-I-E for any of you who misspell my name. Of course, deal. nobody would dare. <laughs> they do. They totally do. It's very confusing. That E at the end gets lost sometimes. Oh, that's so cool. Guys, I got my own special link. You better use it. Okay. Robin Kennedy, listen, they need to know that you're listening as much as I know you're listening because I don't show them my back end stats. So you go and you click that link so that Robin Kennedy know that you're listening, even if you don't keep the trial. Joking. Um, but no, this stuff is gold. These free trainings that used to be charged for, guys, these are super good deals. I highly recommend it. Obviously, Robin Kennedy really know their stuff here. Guys, this has been so great. Um, so I like to surprise my guests at the end also, like you did with your tweet thing. And I like to ask you for a quote. Uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite quote of all time, but it can be. But I love like when you like kind of tie wisdom into like a one-liner to send everyone on their day. Mine is, I believe, credited to Tony Robbins. And that is the quality of every outcome is directly proportionate to the quality of the questions that you ask. Uh, oh, that is so fitting to like exactly everything you guys stand for. I love it. <laughs> we actually have a, we have a quote in the, in the office as well. It's on a sign that is just on the other side of the office. It used to be behind us, but we moved it. It's now over there. Um, and it says change is constant. And it's all about the fact that we have a strategy. We have a emotion. We are constantly you know, moving forward, but we are very aware that stuff changes and stuff has to be flexible and you have to be willing to bounce and move around and just and and live on your toes like live permanently on your toes and able to like nip around and be nimble and quick and, and that's the kind of the way that we've built our business i love it and that's why small business is winning now and big business is like this giant you know boat yeah. that's trying to maneuver and we're all kayaks and we're like Wee, we're winning we're winning totally love this <laughs> love it guys everyone go to response sweet deal slash sd we'll stick that exact written link at sdran.com slash 65 and i still want your reviews because i want to hear what you love and i want to hear what you love more and i want to hear what other kind of people you want me to interview and i want to hear what you love more so take one minute of your time after Robin Kennedy and I took a whole bunch of our time and go and leave me a review. And for those of you who have been leaving reviews, I love them. I read them all. And then I read them all again. So thank you. Robin Kennedy, thank you so much. This has been great. Thank Absolutely. Our pleasure. Thank you. All right, guys. We will catch you next week. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdran.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?